This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. What happens when somebody comes that hate or said somebody that is uh, um, that has been having a very difficult relationship with? Two, somebody comes today, unfortunately, situations where people question. Yiddishkeit, etc., etc., and you know whatever phenomena, however you want to call it, off the derech or, or, or whatever it is, and somebody comes and in the conversation he's attacking, in the conversation he is presenting uh, questions, so on and so forth. And where do you go with that? Our nature is the the the, the common the common um, attitude is. What do I tell the person to show him that he's wrong and to prove to him the MS? And we sort of, the direction we're going with is um, the more strongly, sound, more sound my arguments are, the more vehement my expression is, the better it'll go. That's, that's uh, this. If I can prove him how wrong he is and show him off what he is, I, I certainly will, 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 will triumph. And so that's, uh, that is the framework of those type of conversations. The same thing is true when you have a friend and you get into some sort of fight and the person is wrong and you want to prove him he's wrong. You marshal very strong arguments. You, you show him up for what he is and you expect him to be a little bit of a mensch and to acknowledge that he's wrong and he wasn't mensch enough and to apologize. And the question is just how strong an argument can we present? That's the type of thing we want to talk about. There's, the the Torah speaks about it, actually, and there's a lot, and there's something that, it's a sugi that we need to learn, and I think it's very important. Let's start with the miracle. It says they all came back, and everybody was, they roused up, everybody, and everybody was very upset. And Kolev got up, and he said, it says, Vayas Kolev Asa'am. He told everybody, you think this is what Moshe did? Everybody kept quiet. Well, let me tell you what he did and so on and so forth. It's cute. Yes, it's a very cute spiel. Is it something of substance enough that the Torah should write it? I mean, is, is there any great... Yes, it's a, it's a little cute. One, one of the shtick that a speaker might use. You know, it's sort of a, a, a surprise turn of, of, of direction. Great. Is, is, is that very, very profound? Is, is that something that Torah should make note of? We don't know what he said. We, we don't have anything written except for Yask, all of us arm. That's all. So is there anything there that, that bears understanding and so on? Secondly, it says in the parasha, it says, Va'avdi Kolov, Ruach Imo. Kolov had a different Ruach of him. Kolov, Kolov had, the root Ruach is very positive. So Kolov had a different spirit to him. So Rashi says, what does Ruach Acharis mean? Shtei Ruchos. Achas achas belev. He was, I don't want to call it, two-faced, double-tongued. He said one thing to them and one thing to them. Now, um, again, I understand that they would have probably lynched him and probably was not Mukhriv and Mr. Snefesh. So he needed to play a game with them. But Akash Baruch so would have said, if, if, if we were writing, his Shevach would say, despite the fact that his heart was solid with me. But the Torah says, he was double-spirited. 
he he played their game and and he did his thing. Is is that is that is that a shvach? The shvach is that he was faithful, that he kept the faith, he believed in Hakadosh Baruch and so on. But where where is the, is is this have coming from? And and the, even the expression shteiluchos echas bepev echad belev, echad bepev echad belev is a very very derogatory term. It is a term used about somebody who's dishonest. That's what it's used about. He's thinking one thing and saying another thing. A, a, a salesman. I know it's a piece of junk, but I'm putting on a spiel. This is really great. No, so, I'm just going to fix it. I'm just going to fix it. It's hard to say that was his mind, that he was doing it from the inside that he came to fix. Not but again, so, so that's a ploy. It's a tactic. But the word, would you use the same word? If, I, if, if you were doing that, I wouldn't say, what's your name, by the way? Kobe Flake. I wouldn't say Kobe is a Gavaldic liar. I, I would say Kobe knows how to get people on board. He knows how to, how to, how to, how to, how to stay safe or something. But every other place that it's used is derogatory. It's a, it's a, very, it's a pejorative. It's, it's not a common term. So why call Echbebechbelev? means that, it, that, it, that it's something that is um, double-faced. That's what it means. So say that, again... I'm not denying the fact that he obviously was doing it for good tachlis, all of that. So describe that. Don't describe. Echad be'ach is not used any place else except for, for this description. Um, so that's that's where I want to come off in the Torah. So let's look at a Rambam and understand um, something the Rambam is saying over here about Avraham Avinu. The, the, the Rambam does not usually give historical introductions to his um, halachis. It, there are three exceptions. Hanukkah is one, and that's obvious because Hanukkah is not written in Torah Shavik and he needs to explain what Hanukkah is about. There's another place in Ketushin, Nishos for a reason. And Hanukkah is the Rambam spends an entire period describing the development, the evolution of Hanukkah. The reason he needs to do that, I think, is simply because he needs to explain how did the mistake get started? If everybody believed in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, everybody knew Hakadosh Baruch Hu. How did it get started? Okay, but then he says about Avram Avinu. Avram was born, despite the fact that everybody thought differently. Avram Avinu was somebody who um, was thought different than everybody else did. He came to recognition, so on and so forth. Now, once he um, got out of Haran, he, he started doing kiruv work, and he says. He started announcing He announced there is one God and he proclaimed it loud and clear for everybody to hear. He gathered people together until he got to Canaan and it's like it says in the Pasuk So the Rama is describing and this is a very important point Rama says he came to his own Akara Vamuna. And then there's a Chiyo. The Rama said that's Avas Hashem is when you like something, you want everybody to like it. It was a natural outgrowth of his own belief that he rallied people and he proclaimed Kadesh Baruch. Fine, good. <coughs> then the Rambam says, V'kivisham miskapzalo, v'sholnal dvarav. And then people would gather around and start asking questions. Ha'yemogdiya lechol echad v'echad lefidaito asher de'ems. He would explain it to each one according to his understanding until he brought him back to Derech HaEmes. Now, the Rambam here, the Rambam in all of Mishnah Torah, that's in the Rambam, all of his writings, doesn't use extra language, unnecessary details, flowery language, and so on. Every single thing that writes here, A, comes from Chazal, 
It's how we learned up certain Chazal. And there's a reason, like we said before, the reason why it explains Avram Avinu's Kirov program is because Kirov is a necessary outgrowth of it. But once he gets to the details of the Kirov, he says, well, he would go and proclaim Hashem Echad. Fine. And then people would gather around after share, and everybody would ask questions, and answer everybody their questions, Vidaito. What's that about? But yes, I, I know, I'm sure he made a nice, a nice Kiddush. And he had uh, Phil, Phil Cohen make signs, Avram Avinu's come to town, Tzadik Balair, and come and so on and so forth. I'm sure there were a lot of other details. What's this about? What, what is he saying over here? Kirshav is captain, they emes. So let's discuss this point, because this point I think is the heart of, of the of, of the Kurdish trying to make. In Lashon Kodesh, there are quite a few words for speaking. And one of the primary ones is Amira and Dibur. Um, many of the the, the guy in the mouth, many explain the Rashi and Chazal differences between Amir and Deeper, and they're all true. One is harsh, one is soft, one is by Richos, one is by Kitzer, and so on and so forth. I'd like to offer another distinction, which, which is really at the heart of many of those differences. What, what is Akadosh Baruch Hu's speech at Brias Olam called? What is Akarish Baruch Hu's speech at Hasinai call? Amira is what comes out of my mouth. What I, what's coming out of my mouth, that's called Amira. Dibur is communication. What comes out of my mouth is not communication yet. There has to be somebody else and somebody else listening, and somebody else listening and understanding what I intend to say. When the world is created, HaKadosh Baruch Hu quote-unquote spoke, whatever that means, but, but there was nobody listening. Those are called mamar. Asar mamar nivra olam, because the world is created with mamar, and that's what it is. So, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu's utterances, that's the way to say it. The, um, I, I, the, the, in Har Sinai, when Klayosol was ready to listen, mm-hmm. now you have Dibris. Now you have a source of Dibris. The, so Amira and Dibris are very, very separate entities. One is the, um, what you say, and one is talking to somebody. I, I once said, Pshat, we say in Sheva Brachis, there's a, a period over there, um, that for, for benching, it says that Oz Ilaim Bishir Yoram, it's a passage from Inshayol, that when Mashiach comes, the mute will begin speaking. That's wonderful. What, what does it have to do with the Sheva Brachas? Baruch Hashem, somebody, one let's one said, because when you hear some of the speakers, you feel that this was Mashiach times, because many people have not to say, are speaking. That's, I once heard from uh, somebody else, I guess, Alderach HaLotz, it will say. But, what? No. <laughs> That's a, another possibility. We, well, let's not get into marriage issue. Let's just stick to, to, to this. But the difference is before Chava was in the world, Adam, it says by Yikra, he, he called everything shameless. There could be a mirror. There was no deeper. You can't speak unless you communicate to somebody. And therefore, with the Bria of Chava, Dibur came into the world. Amir existed before. It says Avram was co-reshamed to everything. He could, he could utter, but there was no communication. So Amira, we would say, is speaking, and Dibur is communication. 
in order to communicate. And Adam's great koach lies in Dibur specifically. Amira, maybe the animals also have Amira. I, I mean, I don't know, an animal grunts, I'm not sure what it is. But Dibur means a, a clear communication between two parties. That's Koch Adam. Adam is able to speak, and that means he transcends himself. It's interesting, if you take a look, there are a few times in Tanakh when it says, Vayomer Alibo. It's Hashem said Alibo, and other places. It never says, Vaydaber Alibo. There's no such thing as Vaydaber Alibo. You can't communicate with yourself. You, you, you can speak, in, you can use the metaphor to speak in your heart. You can't, Vayomer Alibo. You can't use Dibo for that. In order for Dibur to be effective, I need to um, I need to be able to bridge the gap between me and the other person. Now, three possible things can happen. There's an old yeshiva joke, and again, it's described by Van Kotler. I, I don't know if there's a mitzvah of Shem Amro, and I don't know if whatever it is, but, the, but there's an expression in Yiddish when you want to put somebody down in learning. You say, It means... He's rambling like a drunk Turk. It's an old Yiddish expression. Sir Baron Kotler said a lumdash taich. What's the shot? A person is, is rambling like a shikra attack. What does it mean? So he said, when somebody is drunk, he doesn't know what he's saying, but everybody else does know. person who speaks Turkish, he knows what he's saying. Nobody else knows what he's saying. A Turk who's drunk, neither he nor anyone else knows what he's talking about. So that's where the expression comes from. Now, that was a halat said over there. Fine. But in the, in, in the Dibur as opposed to Amira, we have three possibilities. One is, I communicate with the other person. What's in my heart, I'm able to express and express it to him <coughs> where the person understands and gets what I mean. That is Dibur at its ideal. There are two possibilities of it going wrong. One is, I deliberately tell him things that he wants to hear when I know it's not true. That's a terrible error, and that's called Hanufa. I tell somebody, yeah, you know, I, you're driving to Shulam Shabbos, for you it's a mitzvah. That's a terrible thing. The person, I'm, and I'm doing it because, for whatever reason, I want the person to feel I'm in agreement with him, and I'm telling him something I know is not true. And same thing with the sales. I almost cause a wonderful car and cause is a tranta. That's where I take the koach hadibur and I slice the peh, the communication from the lake. I know the emis, and what I'm conveying to him is nothing like it. That's a pagam in koach hadibur, a terrible pagam. The chazal say terrible things about hanufa. The other shortcoming is I'm, 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 I'm saying the emis, and I'm saying it it goes nowhere because the person does not understand me and doesn't get me. It's, it, the, the, the person, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, speaking, I'm speaking a language I doesn't understand, I'm speaking too softly, I'm speaking too loudly. Whatever it is, that's also a gam in Korach because it's not going anywhere. So we have um, two possible gam in Korach Echad is a derogatory term because normally, because it means basically that I am saying, communicating something that is cut off from the MS I know to be true. But what's more important is there is no communication to the other person 
unless I'm speaking his language to him. Um, so that's Pshat the Rambam. The Rambam says Avram Avinu needed to bring a Muna and a Baram to the world. There are two phases for that. One is I need to proclaim an emis as it is. And I need to say it loud and clear. But that does no good to anybody because everybody um, he, he understands differently. And that's what the Rambam says. The Rambam says if in the Chiyuv to go out and to teach people, there are two stages. One is Avram Avinu went out and it was Korah B'Kol Gadol, L'chol Am, L'odim Sheshel K'ech L'Om V'Lorevod. And then he says, V'kim Sheram Miskapsin Lo, V'sholim Al-Tvarev. The second stage is people come to me and say, what did you mean this? I don't get this. This is not true. He would explain each one. So to bring somebody to Emes, there are two coordinates. I mean, we can always use contemporary Michelle. Imagine I want to get somewhere. So the, 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 the ways or the GPS or whatever it is um, finds my address. Now I know, he knows where I am. But I want to get to somewhere, and I don't write that in. There's no way they haven't yet invented, maybe they'll invent some point that where he knows where I want to go even if I don't want to go. But right now, it ain't getting me no place. If I don't have a destination, it's not getting me. And if he doesn't know where my location is, I can say I want to get to point A or point B or point C. But if he doesn't know where I am, he doesn't know what to tell me. So I know where I want everyone to get to. And Munar Shleiman Akashbarahu. Great, but where's the person? And, and if I don't dehair each one of feed daito, if I don't dehair each person for what he is and who he is, then there's no way I can bring him to the embassy. I can talk and yell all day long. I'm not touching base and not communicating. That's the job of the Rambam. I want to take it one step further, and this is, I think, what's most relevant to us. This is true about intellectual things. Everybody has their own preconceptions. Everybody has their own... Um, axioms, and, and I need to take each person where he is, so that's a cure type thing. What about real life where, where we deal with many, let's say, and even in religious areas, the vast majority of issues are a lot more complex than a lumbish question of, you know, can God lift the rock or not lift the rock, and, and that's, that's not what it's about. I want to go to a halacha. When you come for the entire so you have the Yonim, and they listen, they pass them. Um, so there's a halacha. V'tzorech ha-dayin l'shmoa divay baladinim. The dayin has to listen carefully to what each side says. V'l'shanos also. And he needs to repeat it. Shenema v'yoma melech. It's a rambam, and he gets it from a pasik melechim. V'yoma melech. It says when the two women came to Shoma melech, the, the king said, He repeated what they both said. What's the purpose of Salah? So the post can have two um, explanations. One is to really make sure that the Yarim understood. If I repeat in front of you and you say, No, that's not quite what I, what I meant, that's one. The second one is the Baladinim should feel confident that the Dayan is passing and understanding him. 
And, and I want to, um, you know, and, and, and I want to explain it. It's not just the technical aspects of the Torah. I mean, let's take a look at Shlomo This is where the halach is. Shlomo was the wisest of all people. He was brilliant. Shlomo Melech, everyone is chachma. Anybody in this case would come to them would automatically know, yeah, this was a brilliant move. The purpose of Mishpat is that the Baladinim themselves feel and understand that Mishpat has been done. It is the hardest thing to accept a psych bin against yourself. Um, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's um, who was it I saw brings, uh, yes, it, uh, I think it was Salvage, brings that his grandfather, Chaim, um, once passed in against the butcher, something Torah, and the guy stalked out and made some very harsh remarks about it. And, it, it, and a few weeks later, the, he lost the passing on Calvary's <coughs> tree. And, and the person was accepted it without problems. And Rebchaim, he writes, Rebchaim went with one of his children to ask Mechila before Kol Nidre from his butcher. He said, I passed him right, but I know you're hurt. I, I want Mechila. And the butcher told him, Rebbe Mechila, I Mechila here. I want my money. And, and Rebchaim explained that this is something a person can't face the fact that he's wrong. It, it's much more than the money at stake, whatever it is. Nobody, nobody feels, and it, so there's an extraordinary emotional involvement in this, and the person feels wronged. The purpose of mishpat is the person should should feel mishpat was done, and therefore the dayan has to be able to give both sides understanding that he understands the coming. This this case of became Shomelah. Shomelah had no negias. Nobody accused, can accuse him of bribery. His chachma is marvelous, and everybody wonder his chachma. But but the woman whose baby was taken won't accept it. So by telling it to her, and I'm adding, telling it to her in a way where she understands that he understands where she's coming from, made it into a mishpat that that he was able to communicate to her the din. So in the world of emotions, if a person doesn't feel that the person speaking to me understands me, understands where I'm coming from, there's no way that his deep will reach me. It'll stop, it will stop short of me. I told the story about my father, my father was Mirashi Ravensh Finkel. He's an extraordinary wise person, very, very wise. It's the people and it's the life. There was, somebody was Nifta, left over a sizable Yerusha with five children. Never a very good formula for Shalom Bais. And they were at war with each other. And it was getting, it was going from bad to worse. And people tried to intercede, and people tried this, and people tried, it didn't work. One night, my shver comes to one of the brothers, and like very furtively, like making sure nobody's there, and he says, I want to tell you something. I thought about this whole thing, and you're right. 100% you're right. And he spent an hour explaining to him why he's right. And then he said, I'll do whatever it takes for you to get your fair, you know, your fair share of need. I said, but I want something in return. He said, what? He said, you know, you're going to come into the money and, you know, you'll, you can give a chaymish. I want 20% of the money for a shalom fund. I want to be able to give people a little extra on the side. They're not going to feel, you know, they don't deserve it, this and that. But shalom is a mitzvah and it's not different than any other mitzvah. It's a kala and, 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 and big home. It's, it's, I'm, I'm using it for a shalom fund to give them a little bit on the side so that they feel that, 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 that they got something. So of course, you know, I, I'm, I'm a yid that's you know, very into mitzvah and so on. He went to each one of these brothers 
and he got the same commitment. And then he settled it. It was very easy when you have 20% of each side for the Shalom Fund, then, then you're, 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 you're good. Um, and, and that was it. But the reason, and one of them years later told my mother-in-law, his side of the story, nobody knew the other side of it. He told my mother, the only one who really understood me was your husband. Um, and, and that was the only way he was able to get to his heart. Because I, I, it's more than, than, you know, when a person is much involved in something, it's a lot more than some sort of objective halacha. It's not like whether, whether the chick is kosher or not, but you're telling me I'm a ganav. You're telling me I took something I shouldn't have. You're telling me I owe him money. If this guy did nothing, I have to give him. There's a, there's a lot invested, and unless a person can emotionally resonate with a person, it's not going to work. So we have a, the same idea of deeper being communication, and communication requiring that the shomea, um, that the shomea, um, on the, on the, that my deeper reaches him, is what's required here. So I want to offer a point. Echad bepeh, the echad believe is a um, it means that I know what's right and I know how to communicate it. Yes, the communication is different than the way I understand it because I need to communicate it to that person. I need that that person should hear it. So when I divorce, the echad lev almost always is bad because what I'm doing is I'm changing the emis to suit me. I want to flatter the person because I need him, I want something, so I tell him nice things, I tell him things that, that I think he wants to hear. Um, or uh, uh, alternatively, I'm trying to fool the person, that's very bad. But we need to communicate, it's different. And I want to go back to the miracle. Um, it wouldn't, it's just a simple ploy that, you know, is, do you think this is the only thing that Moshe Rabbeinu um, did and so on? It was much more than that. I think he sat down and said, wow, um, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu has really brought us into a difficult matzah. We're here stuck in the midbar. We, 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 we have this country that's very, very difficult, and so on and so forth. But let's think a minute. Is this the only thing Moshe did? Let's look at the context. Let's give a marshal. Imagine somebody wronged somebody else. Two people are partners, neighbors, whatever it is. And this person did not do to me. And I'm very upset. So if somebody comes and tells me, you shouldn't be so upset, uh, I guess if there's a pie around at the table, I will take it and toss it at him. If not, I'll tell him something unkind. I- I'm going to be very upset because I feel this person ignoring my pain. If you were in a situation, how would you react? The, um, so I need first to sit down and I tell the person, wow, that's incredible. You, you, I mean, that's stuck. You, you know, what's... Then, when the person feels I understand wage conflict, I say, but you know, there's something strange about this. Tell me, what's your relationship with this person until now? He's, he's been helpful, he's been nice, he's been fine. <coughs> so, something must be missing here. Maybe we, we don't miss it. It can't be that somebody who 10 years has been nice and friendly, we're missing something here. I, I, you know, I understand how terrible it is, but we're missing something. I want to say the same thing is true about whatever you call it today, people going off the derech, people, you know, so on. Nobody at middle age leaves because he had a Rashi that no pshari. I assure you, there is no such thing. It's past the age when people deal with that. That's not what's happening. Nobody uproots his life and, and, and because of kashas, 
Because if you went on the internet and said it's not clear who wrote Midos Esther, I assure you. But people have been hurt badly. I wanted to tell you, when I have a question on who wrote this or that, it doesn't bother me much. But when a Rav that I liked and trusted does something I think is mean to me, <coughs> or I'm disrespected, or whatever it is, or I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in a very difficult home situation, where I've been suffering miserably, I want to ask a, a thought question. Um, if a person will come to you and tell you about somebody who's going through a very difficult period of time, and, and he will ask you, how could a, a Kaddish Baruch who's all good do that to that person? We all will have wonderful Tirutzim. Even if we don't have, we'll, we, we'll know where to send them to. Tell them, I know, but you know, Kaddish Baruch who does that, everything. Chas v'shalom, if we have a bit of a difficult spot, and we want to get shaken. Why? Because it's not in the, in, in, intellectually, what's the difference if I, I know I'm inside a gomer and nothing has uh, bad could happen, so if something happens, it's a big question. But there are others that didn't come around also. I'm never bothered by that question. And, and Eov was never bothered. Eov didn't know that people suffer, but until it didn't hit him, that's what the Sultan said. Try hitting him with it. Yes, he's a big tzaddik and he knows the answers and he understands that. Because there's an emotional upset. Almost many years ago, there was somebody, a very harsh person who was going through a very tough kufa, illness in the family, and somebody made a crack about, he, he, he's taking it very personal from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But it is like that. It, it, it's, 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 it's a lot more complex. A, a Kaddish Baruch who, who my relationship is, that he loves me and cares for me and wants for me, and I'm going through such difficulties. So, so really, th- th- that emotional component is very powerful. And if you start by telling the person it's nothing, it's this, it's that, then you, you have not talked to him. You're not talking to that person. And, and, and the loud, someone told me this, uh, um, there was somebody, again, a younger man, who had been sitting for a long time learning, and then started questioning this, that, the other thing. So, uh, I know, so somebody, I, I, he, somebody sent to me, whatever it was, I schmoozed him. And then his Rosh Hashiva called me and said, you know, um, this guy came to all his questions, and I told him, you're not even a tenth as smart as the Volgarin, and the Volgarin said, this is right, this is that, this. I told this person, I'm friendly with him, so I could be a little more open. I said, you missed the boat. What do you think, at 40, there's a kasha? Don't, don't you understand he's upset? And whatever you're telling him, it's, it's reinforcing what he thinks, that Yiddishkeit doesn't care about you, and Torah doesn't care about you, and Rabban only care about their rabbinics, that's it. Don't you understand the person's comes somewhere else? And unless you find where it's hurting, unless the person feels that you found and you understand this pain and you're, and, and you're empathizing, you will get no place with it. I, I personally kind of study, never, never understood that, but that's, that's what it is. The godless of Kalev was, Ruach HaKarasim, he was able to handle two different Ruchos. A Ruach is, 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 is what the person is. And he was able to say, what is the emis and what are these people? He was able to take the emis. He wasn't playing a game and flattering people who want to be popular. And he also was not um, <coughs> sticking to his emis and not understanding where they're coming from. It, it was not a silly ploy. That Vayas color means he, he was able to... It's like when they have these Japanese uh, <coughs> uh, uh, martial arts where instead of pushing against the person, you take his motion and you schlep him with the motion. He, he tapped into the people's anger 
upset, and then said, yes, you know, Moshe got us a spot. But let's think a minute. But you know, but it's strange. Moshe's done so much for us. Why would he do so much and leave us in the hole now? That's um, the goddess of color. My Rebbe Chaim Shulavitz used to say a lot. Um, it says, Vaidaba Moshe in Pinchas. Vaidaba Moshe Hashem Leymar, Yifkad Hashem Elokei Aruchos L'chol Basa, Ishal Ha'eda. HaKadosh Baruch should find a person um, who, who can be a memuna on Kali Yisrael. So um, it says, Elokei Ha'ruchos. So Rashi says, Rebbein Shalom, Golu Lefanecha Daita Shekel Echad Vechad, you know, you know that you get each person a different mindset, different mentality, different ruach. Please get me a manhig that will be able to approach each one according to his das. Because it's useless. You could schlep people along. You could, you could coerce people to do things, you could sort of uh, seduce them to things, but you're not leading them. Leading means that you're getting them inspired to do it. And a, a man, he, and that's what it says, he goes out first, he goes ahead of everybody, and he's able to bring them. Those are the two ruchos. The ruach of knowing what's emes lamito, as, as, as an, uh, uh, an objective emes, and the, and the communication, the peh, is the ultimate in Koch Adam, when they're synchronized. I know where I want you to be, and I know where you are, and I know how to get you from where you are to where you, are, where you want to be. It, it's something that is so godly in what Adam is, it's so godly in Dibur, it's so godly in everything. But most important, these two areas, I think um, today it's something that is um, extremely crucial. One is in the world of Ruchnius. We deal with people, um, Baruch Hashem on the one hand, you know, I always tell people when I was growing up, the question was how many people are going off the derech? The question was who is on the derech? I mean, the, 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 the default setting was not on the derech or a different derech or whatever you want to call it. And, and how many people became Shomimitz? How many people learned? Baruch Hashem, we have a tzibur that, you know, by and large, that's the Ruach of the tzibur. But that also means we face the issues of people that are falling to wayside, going off, and so on. Um, we, the, 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 um, the understanding that, on the one hand, we need to have a clarity of MS internally, and also an understanding of the other person, and where he's coming from, and what's, where he is. And the first thing we need to do is sort of um, get that emotional rapport with the person, and then, like the then, he, like the Rambam says, then you could you could possibly lead him. You know, it, 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 without that, there's no chance. If the person doesn't think you are where he is, then 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 all the strongest rushes. And it's a nice to say a strong rusher to to the choir when the, when you preach in the choir and you speak dvarim chaytzvim lavasesh yemachazik. But when you're talking to a person who you need to move forward, then you 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 need to start with the person. Two, in me'aram lechaveiro. There is never a situation, almost never, where you have some altercation, some sort of friction between people, and one person is 100% right. It's more than that. It's the same event, the same objective event is experienced by two people in different ways. 
Um, let's give a marshal. Two people come to it in Torah, and the Rav Paskin's Reuven is right. So, what does Reuven think? What does Shimon think? Always, Reuven thinks <coughs> the Rav is a man of integrity, the Rav knows halacha, the Rav understands the business world. What does Shimon think? The Rav is a slouch, doesn't under, you know, I'm not sure that he's 100% honest, he, 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 he doesn't understand the business world, and I don't know Hashem Mishpat, but I have doubts that he really knows all Hashem Mishpat. It, it's universal. That's the way it is. And Chas V'Shalom in, in, in issues of, of, of a, a, as a marriage, it's, it's much more amplified. If you try to rectify, when you have a, a, an issue with somebody, if you try to rectify the issue by explaining to the other person as passionate as you can why you're right, you, you're only making it worse. The same way that if you want this and, and the other end of it, he's experienced the same, yes, the objective is the same, but he's experienced something else than you've experienced. You've both experienced something else. It's like a, a, a marshal when they have these things testing for colorblind. Is that a six or is that an eight? That, that has no answer. I see it one way, you see it another way. All I, the only thing I could say is if I measure it with a certain instrument, this is what comes out. But my experience is a six, your experience is an eight. And, 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 and like Rav Zell said, there's no, there's, no, it, 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 there's no arguing. If I want to make up with a person, it's a person that I want to make up with, I need to put myself in his shoes and I need to feel the event like he felt it. It's probably the hardest exercise in Meron Javero and the hardest exercise. We can, be, we can have Rahmanas on people, we can be kind to people, we can reach out to people. But w- when I'm trying to understand how he experienced it, when I experienced it so differently, it's very difficult, but it's never, it's never going to come around unless it works that way. And therefore, probably the biggest, um, the, the, the critical factor in, in real Israel and when there's somebody, you, you, you know, by same thing. A woman and a man experience things differently. A, because it's a woman, man, and A, because it's the same event. Uh, you know, and, and if you keep thinking about how you experienced it, it's you know, so fine, you can stick to your guns and you can get your way, but if you really want to try to undo it or you want to try to repair it, you, can, you have to start with the other person and say, let me put it on the other person's shoes and experience it the way they experienced it. If I start with that and the other person feels as Kamayam Panapan is sincere, then, then you know, it, it, it can move forward. Once, once a person feels you understood me, like that story with my shver, then I'm open. As long as you understand why I, I'm the one who's been victimized, I, I'm, I'm quite amenable to moving forward. When you tell me move forward, and I think that you, that you don't understand it, I'll tell you a funny story of my shver. My shver was also very sharp-witted and liked practical jokes. He, he had that type of personality for those who know, remember. I was once there for a Shabbos. And once the Shabbos was about to leave, we opened the door, and there's a dog there, and the dog looked like kind of it might be rabid. There were no dogs that should have been there, you know, whatever, I don't know. So we slammed the door shut, and we kind of didn't know what to do, and so on and so forth. Excuse me, you My shver had a neighbor on top of Druk, passed away recently, those of you who was in Schleimer, phenomenal speaker, very sharp-witted also, also a Gishmaka person. He, my shver, they, they liked each other, they each other. Kids, he looks out his window, see what's happening. He says, Rebbeinish, don't worry, it's, 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 Trust the Apish, it's Veseda, Kalkelov, it's that. That tempted my shver. My shver told us to get inside. He walked out, 
and kicked the door upstairs to his door front. And then he yells out, Rav Juk, he says, don't worry, it was a friendly ribbing, but the point was, um, don't preach to somebody where you're not there. And that's why a lot of times when somebody's going through a hard kufa, the, the person that can reach out the best is someone that went through the same thing. Someone outside, I'll never accept, so do I think Reuven's telling the truth more than Shimon? I, I mean, they both come from the Torah, but, but, and Reuven suffered this type of loss and Shimon didn't. The answer is, he connects to me because he is where I am and he doesn't connect with me. So both in terms of and reaching out people, this, the idea of deep <coughs> being two-faced, I need to know the clarity for myself of what's emis, I need to understand the other person, I need, I need to be resident with the other person, and then I can connect with the other person and be a movie of spirit. Okay. Good question. Yes. Uh, there seems to be <coughs> in Shalom bias today. Uh, you talk about the Kayaf of Dibor and the Gam of Dibor. Right. People want to doubt that maybe like uh, in the Jura movement, it's softening and that the, the beds in Asia Torah and different places in Israel are less than they were maybe 20 years ago. Um, Shalom bias, maybe more marriages are on the rocks a little bit. <coughs> What's, what, is, is there a Pagam in in communication in Bibor, how do you still suit that perhaps, what is it in our generation? Is it just technology? What do you see that's leading to this Pagam that we're experiencing? I, I don't know. You know, it, it, it's a big question. It's, it, it's it, you know, whenever you, 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 you paint a very, the larger the, the picture you paint, the harder it is. Okay. Um, I, you know, there are many factors. Uh, um, I think one of the things is there is, um, I had, there was an incident many years ago, somebody in high school, I, I wasn't involved so much, but I just, this person, and the person was being asked to leave the high school for whatever, for some good reason. And this person said a nusach of, he reached out to me, I, w- I wasn't involved at the time in, in the high school, I was just mismanaged at that time, and he said, I f- failed to see how this is going to help me move forward, whatever it is. So, so I said, you know, but there are other people, another hundred people in the high school besides you. Like maybe the decision was built on the other hundred people of you. There is an emphasis. A lot of times, that, I mean, to be able to live with another person, instead of stressing how much, how wonderful it is for me to be married, um, how wonderful it is for me to have to think of another person. And you know, there's so much of an emphasis of how somehow we translate it into making my life better instead of making me a better person by needing to live with something I don't understand. Uh, at the end of the day, men and women are different. And that is the key to why it changes a person. Lotova Yosadam Lovado is because I only think of things from my frame of reference, like we're speaking about. There's no deeper. So, so whenever a person asks me, a person says, I'd like to go to the game, would you come with me? I'm not in the mood. I say, no, that's normal. But if I have to take care of somebody else, and that person, it is important to go to the game. I don't like it. Or the game, the opera, the shop, whatever, whatever you know, fill, fill in the blank as you wish. It, it, it's the Peshat is, yes, but there's another person. And I'm not a Ben Yochit. That changes a person from being low talk to being tough. So, so I do think there's a lot of, it, you know, we've become very focused on understanding ourselves and what's good for us and realizing ourselves. 
being in touch with ourselves. Part of look, there's a certain element of lotov, and uh, because yeah, there are things, marriage, and family. I have a, a there was a there's a well, very wealthy man in D.C. area, who he's a donor to yeshiva. He's not a firm person at all. Very nice person. He's a donor and very thoughtful person. And he, and he lives in a house that is not kefi chvoidek. In other words, it's a, it's a nice house. It's not, not huge. And he told me when he bought the house, he has two children. Um, he said he wanted it small enough so that they have to intersect with each other. He, he did not want a house where everybody has a wing to himself. He said they need to be able to run into each other. And sometimes who's using the bathroom? Who's using the kitchen? Who's using this room? If a person doesn't do that, then he, then he just becomes wrapped himself. And, and I think that's part of it. It's, it's, yes, when you don't understand yourself and you don't understand what's hurting you and you don't understand things that, you're not going to be able to fix it. That is true. So understanding yourself and reflecting is very important. But when life starts, you know, like this person, I was incredible, this person did something wrong and he needed to leave the school. And this was after a lot of soul searching. And when his statement was, I, don't, I failed to say this will help me, as if the decision is simply based on it's the best thing for him. But there are 100 other people that your being there is extremely difficult. Uh, and it didn't even occur to him that it, it might be based on someone else. Just how will it help me? So, so I think that that's, that's part of it. It's, it's part of... It's, it's like, let's give it a simple. The argument today prevalent against having a family is it's you know it's it's you, it's a lot less expensive and a lot more quote unquote rewarding to deal with to, to, to think about yourself all your life so every penny I earn I think of how I, I best want to use it that's really the difference and when you have a family um, your time your money your effort and your life is focused on somebody else um, and you do rebound and the answer is yes and that's exactly what the Torah calls Lotovia Sadam Levado. When a person is Levado, he, he, he is self centered. Even if he gives money to Tzedakah, even if he, if he does whatever, it, he, his life it revolves around what he would like to do. And when a person is married and has a family, a person's life is all, all, all dedicated to the family. It, it's, it's, it's the major step of taking a, pers- a person out of his Lotovia Sadam Levado. I was, my Chaim Shlevitz used to make a Kiddush every Shabbos in his, for the family. Like the family, they want their family together. So one of Reb Nachum's, Reb Nachum's oldest daughter got engaged, and Reb Nachum had a, a son who was older, 24, 25. In, in those days, they would get married, people get married later. It was a literature style. There was a Yishlaim there that was there, and he spoke at, he spoke, he was a Shlickel Mishpacha. They, so they, they did this. So this kid was kind of for the you know covered the engagement. So this person went after the the, the, the brother who was old. He said, "Lotovis on levado. The longer you levado, the more lotov you become." And you know, it was. I mean, he was adamant about it. But there's something. There is something about. Now, I think that that's an area where where a lot of things come up with it. You know, I it's it's. When you tell people, but when you're part of a tzibur, you owe something to a tzibur. It's, it's, you know, I, I, when you explain something, let's say a person asks about school regulations, or, or this or that, so that's the, 
it, it, when I explain just why it's better for you to wear this or to learn this or that, we already missed the boat. And, and I try to stress a lot more, I want you to say something, a school is a tzibur. And a tzibur means you get a lot from the tzibur and you give a lot to the tzibur. And there's a certain common denominator that doesn't fit everybody perfectly. But being a tzibur means everybody's learning to say mesechta. If everybody learns the mesechta that's best for him, you, you, you have a library. You don't have a yeshiva. If everybody does the hours that are best for him, you, you, you have a, a, a center. You don't have a, a yeshiva. And part of being part of a tzibur means that you, you know, you, you, you suit to some bigger entity than yourself. So, so, you know, if, if, if you have, again, as long as a person is mechuyev to a tzibur, listen, <coughs> it, 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 it obviously, it, it, when you search for common knowledge, let's say one person has an IQ of 200, you can learn 10 blood a day and one person is struggling, you, you, you're going to have a very hard time creating a viable tzibur. Um, just like if you have a very siddishi, a very modern, a very this, they can come in and dab them together, but it's very hard to have a tzibur because there's such different needs so, so there is a balance of finding an appropriate kamnamnet, but every kamnamnet that requires, for this person 753 is like built for that one, for this person 745 is like we need, whatever it is, I, I need to stall suit, there are other people than myself. Um, there's old Siddish of life, I have said it, but it's a, it, that the year and a half that he was a Ben Yochid destroyed his meters for a lifetime. You know, he was the oldest, and for a year and a half he didn't have a sibling, so he was the only tatala. And it's also part of, part of the American Mishagas is to raise B'nai Yechidim. Even if you want to have two or three kids, you want to space them 20 years apart so that each one is Zeichet to have all the attention. A- another way of calling that is what Tobias Elevado. A kid that is the only person that everything revolves around is, is, is the most destructive thing you can do. Yes, I know for you it's a little better, but there are other people. And we, we, we balance everybody's needs and we create a common good and, and we'll talk about Elevado. Okay. Um.